want to beat the burnout and find out what it really takes to boost your mojo, welcome to the Mojo Show. Join Kyle Hargreaves and David Elko, a couple of guys that used to be fit, then got fat, but managed to get fit again. They're on a mission to cut through all of the BS from the world of health, fitness and self-help and share their knowledge and experience as coaches to help you consistently look good, feel great and be at your best. And we're on. Brilliant. Fantastic. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Mojo Show with myself, David Elko, and on the other end of the line. I've actually got two people with us tonight. Um, we're going three-way again. You know, we had the last one with Brett. Um, got Kyle on the other end, and Tristan. Hello. Good evening. How are you? I'm incredibly warm, but very pleased to be here. <laughs> Thank you very much. It is disgustingly warm, isn't it? Well, it's um, I am a ginger individual, and because it's over thirty, because it's over thirty degrees, I've had to get a special license um, <laughs> to leave the house. To leave the house, so I get five vouchers every summer, and I've already used four, so I am feeling a little bit under pressure. Um, so yeah, I cashed mine in today and I'm like, well, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, apart from fearing for my life, I'm very well. Good man. Good man. That's, that's absolutely brilliant. You see, we, we've come up with a new concept there, a ginger individual, you know, are we going to try and uh, make that a thing? Well, I don't know. I'll, I'll, my, my wife's a ginger individual. We can run that one by her. Yeah, well, it's, it's, actually, it's actually very, very in. Uh, it's actually called a ginger visual, which is oh. ginger and an individual. It's a ginger visual. It's oh, a bit like. Um, I like it. Have you ever heard of a ginger injury? Like at the gym, that's a gin. That's a gingery. <laughs> you, you've got your own concepts and terms. I'm liking this. I'm just telling you now. It's all part of when you go to ginger school. You kind of learn this kind of stuff, so it's fine. Uh, I can't oh. expect. I can't expect you know, regular people to understand. But, sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Tristan, one thing I do, I do like, right, I, I really appreciate, and something that I know Kyle's secretly worried about, but he never actually shows it, whereas I'm more the blunt one, right, is whoever we have on the call, we're always a bit apprehensive that they've got, they must have a sense of humour. We were joking about this last week, weren't we, Kyle? Like, it should be a prerequisite. It's like, do you get easily offended? Can you laugh at yourself? And if the answer to either of those two is no, it's come. Do you really want to come on? We just we'll just yeah. put that out there now because. Oh, no. <laughs> so I should I just leave now then? Or what? What? Are no, so we gonna have to carry on now? You've got me. Yeah. No. So that was the interview with Tristan there, people. Um, I'm here every week. Welcome Goodbye. <laughs> So, Tristan, tell us a little bit more about yourself. You know, Kyle and I have read, like, looked at your stuff. You know, so obviously, you, your gorgeousness, your work as a gorgeousness coach. Like, how did that actually start? You know, do a little intro. What's your elevator? Oh, okay. Well, I'm a I'm a gorgeousness coach, or the gorgeousness coach, because I made the I made it up. You know, there aren't. There's no such thing as a gorgeousness coach, but because there aren't any others, I am the gorgeous coach <laughs> so I'm a, a health and wellness life coach which is basically a short way of saying I help people with all aspects of their health and well-being so anything from their nutrition to their fitness to their self-esteem so I'm kind of a mindset coach so I help people look at how 
their thoughts and behaviors affect their actions and their results. So I, I coach clients and I, I do other things like that. So it's just a fun way because I was at a party actually, um, actually at the um, London Palladium and oh. I was in the, I was in the VIP free bar section and someone said, what do you do? And I was like, uh, I'm the gorgeousness coach. It just came out like that. <laughs> like that. <laughs> so I blame, I blame um, Carver. <laughs> so and they're like, what's the gorgeousness coach? <laughs> to be fair, I'm pretty sure there are worse things that you could have said. <laughs> I could have said, yeah, I, uh, I chop up beetles for a living. I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah i don't do that anymore i did when i was a kid but you know when you know better you do better exactly fantastic i I love that i love the you know the the, i love stories like this behind success and everyone's like oh he must have like really thought about his branding and his positioning in the market and it's like no mate i was absolutely fucked off my face and it just came out (laughs) my mouth (laughs) i i was merry i i'm as a as a ginger and a gay man i don't really try not to get wasted in public because people judge people like oh another gay person drunk at a party like we need that so i try and be my best behavior um unless it's a free bar (laughs) and then I'm all over it. Just give me the booze. <laughs> give me that booze. Absolutely brilliant. It's nice to hear that you, you know, you are, you know, obviously all your wellness stuff. Um, you're actually a normal person behind it, Tristan. You know, you, you're stairs, you going, yeah, I'm a free bar, yeah, I'm going. Um, and it's one of the things that Kyle and I try and sort of come across in our work is like we are actually normal people behind all of this. You know, you know, it's not all about oil chicken and steamed broccoli and no i don't touch alcohol at any point i know kyle doesn't that's a choice and it's also about showing that that human side it's like you know we've all got foibles and we're, we are all human at the end you of can the day. get cream for your foibles so. by the way um <laughs> <laughs> or no, if you an me, ointment not i'm not sure what the cream and ointment is but yeah you can maybe a tablet i don't know or an injection but i hope that you get that sorted out i really feel for you uh, can it can <clears throat> Can you get cream for an offensive tongue? Just uh, I've got this friend. Yeah, is that friend you? <laughs> no, he's talking about me. Oh, <laughs> no, you can't get cream for that. That's something you just need to just embrace. Exactly. Um, I think one of the th- important things is, you know, I mean, when I was, you know, building my business or thinking about building it in between episodes of the Antiques Roadshow and eating hobnobs, I was thinking what I really want to do is be authentic, mm-hmm. you know, because I saw a lot of videos. I mean, I'm not, I'm not here to criticize people because there's enough going on in the world without me criticizing people. But I kind of saw health and wellness coaches. I kind of felt they're a little bit, you know, one one note, like a little bit two dimensional. Just you know, do like, it. What's that? <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. Yeah. Hi. Hi, I'm a yoga teacher and. I get up at four o'clock in the morning and I'm like, oh, good. I'm sure you do. I'm not getting up at four o'clock in the morning. So I kind of wanted to be, you know, like I do love what I do and I take it really seriously. But if I can, you know, just be a bit more kind of, hey, I'm not perfect. And I do have a sense of humor. And I hope that you, you know, are able to if we can relate to each other as human beings, as opposed to a profession or an image. I think I'm all over that. I'm all over that. That's fantastic. So what 
you know, obviously you, you've chosen the gorgeousness coach. You know, what what made you include that that beauty side? You know, what what made you? Because I'm I'm going to be honest, it is really interesting and it's incredibly unique. You know, it's a very 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 different spin on it, which is cool. You know, I've I don't think I've seen anyone else do it. Have you, Kyle? Or if they've done it, it's it's purely from like a a spa type. Yeah, uh, business they've not encompassed it within the health and wellness mindset side of things no certainly not to uh not to the extent that that you seem to do tristan i've not i've not come across any sort of health or wellness. like one of your things that i've noticed was helping people feel better about aging and mm-hmm. aging well mm-hmm. and that sort of thing you know things mm-hmm. like that these are things that don't really get spoken about that much it's usually all about you know abs ass and avocados and that's, <laughs> that's a great name for a book i'm nicking it that I'm is nicking that uh, that is a great name for a book oh my god that's uh, brilliant uh, <laughs> oh my god that's so good that's so good but you know my book my book is called munch move moisturize so mm. i'm like uh, yeah that could be the sequel I'll get, let's do a deal okay we'll do a deal <laughs> yeah um, i might I, I might have to kind of put my hand up and, uh, i might have to credit dax moy on that one before we yeah, start yeah, before we, yeah well <laughs> i think i've heard that from him Okay. Well, it's a great, it's a great title. You know, I think really, I think for me, the world we live in, why not come, you know, it's about standing out. It's about, actually, I love, not in, not in a way that get you arrested, just so your listeners know. Um, and Dave. And Dave, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, if you can combine things in a way that is unique to you, brilliant, why not? You know, I, I love, I love taking care of my skin. I do enjoy fashion, not so much during lockdown because, you know, I'm, you know, only wearing Victorian lace all in one kind of dresses every other day at the minute. So I'm trying to keep it casual. Um, uh, but I am wearing one at the moment. So so I'm interested in the external. Absolutely. I'm, I'm really into the, the fashion and the skincare and the style. I love all that. But I'm but where it comes from. I, I'm interested in the internal, I think, probably as much as, you know, like how mm-hmm. we feel about ourselves is really an inside job. But gorgeous is just a nice word, you know, like it can encompass everything. So I'm keeping my options open so I can talk about anything from, you know, hair and, and products to, you know, gut health to mental health. Anything that helps people look and feel really good. I'm, I'm all over that. I think that's fantastic. That's absolutely brilliant. And one of the things I do notice on your stuff is that um, you, you still get ID'd, which I, I'm going to be honest, as someone that's like, you know, coming up to 40, <clears throat> jealous. <laughs> Listen, I'm really okay. Please don't judge me for my youthful looks. It is a burden. <laughs> you know, it's not all it's not all plain sailing. No, there, there, are, there must be some benefits to it. I mean, you're probably the only person I've ever come across who could go on a dating app and use a photo from 10 years ago and actually get away with it. Yeah, people say people say I look younger in real life, which is better. I'm, I'm like, it doesn't help. I suppose, it, you know, I do turn up in a, you know, a stretch grow and a dummy. Um, so, and I, you know, I am known for my dribble. So um, that, adds to, that adds to the mix. Yeah. So yeah. here's what I think. Here's what I think, you know, because people say, oh, yeah, look young for your age. And I really do. And that is partly genetics, partly, you know, um, award winning skincare. Um, <laughs> and I but for me, my I think youthfulness and it's easy to say when you look young, but I do yeah. think youthfulness is attitude, 
personality, playfulness, curiosity, you know, all that kind of stuff shows up on your face. It really does. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I've, I've got I've, I've got young kids, Tristan. So like, I get I get to play every day, and it makes oh, well, there a we huge go. difference to both yeah, your, your physical and emotional well being. Like, I I swear to God, who needs therapy? I just play Lego for a couple of hours with them, oh, and it's God. just done. Like, there, there that is the main reason to have kids, I imagine. <laughs> Indeed, um, like uh, plunk and, and their, stuff, their emotional well being, oh, yeah. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think you know one of the things I do that maybe is not. I don't, I don't know many people that do this, but I'm, I, I really work. It sounds a bit of a weird thing to say. I do work at being playful. Like I'm looking for opportunities to be mischievous and try new things and be a little bit zany and a bit quirky. Cause when I'm interviewed, you know, I, I'm quite happy to be myself, which is a combination like us all of, of kind of a few different things. I'm serious. I'm shy. I'm outgoing. I can be, you know, saucy but I'm all, I'm all for just kind of like, you know, showing the whole rainbow of my colours. I think that's pretty awesome because I think like, one of the things that you said was you wanted to be authentic. And I think authentic is one of those words that gets thrown around a lot these days. Oh, yeah, there's not, for sure. There's a, there's a lot of people that say it, but there's not very many people that actually live it. So that's, that's I think that's, I think you need to practice it, though, you know, because... When I first started doing um, like Facebook lives and speaking at events and um, doing my own workshops, which I do not at the moment because of lockdown, I was like, oh, wow. It, it, I kind of look back at the footage and like, who is this person? And I would look at it and go, oh, that doesn't that's not really who I am. I kind of was playing the role of a health and wellness coach. And I just mm -hmm. thought, oh, God, what a ball ache. So I just thought, you know, one of the things that's most important to me is like, I don't need to be that I'm the expert, you're the person that's come along to hear the information. I'm like, we're all in this together. I have some ideas. Yeah. Here, I'm going to share some ideas. I'm going to use my humor. I'm going to be myself. And I've, I've practiced it, you know, because, you know, when you're speaking in public, it's scary. And I'm quite used to it now. And I don't need the audience to love me because I have a very good relationship with myself. I, I have good levels of self-worth. So... That all helps me to be a bit more real, I think, when I when I speak at events or I do Facebook lives, which I did one about half an hour ago. Um, oh. So it, it may be authenticity. Yeah, it's a really over overused term, but just trying, practicing being yourself where you can. Um, and, you know, it gets easier the more you do it. You know, I think that's a pretty, uh, pretty important point you made there, because I think we're all slightly guilty of it, aren't we? And not just people that are coaches or that are trying to be in the public eye or have podcasts but just day to day we all have these different roles that we have to fulfill and people at work for example tend to put on I know I've had to do it in the past where I've wanted to be myself and it's not necessarily been appropriate for me to keep my job in a certain situation so yeah yeah I think I think there's levels context. of it though you know I think there <laughs> needs to be a bit more flexibility I mean that's why I work for myself because I'm mm. like the worst employee ever <laughs> you know I, I used to do I mean I would like just like uh phone in sick from the call box outside the office you know back in the day and they'd be like I can see you you know I'm ill <laughs> you know all that kind of stuff or just I was just fired all the time and I used to do temping jobs where I'd be on reception didn't quite know how to use the you know the, the phone system so I just unplug it and just a terrible <laughs> behavior I'm a terrible employee 
So I don't do well in that situation. So no one needs my attitude. So and my kind of I don't really want to be here. <laughs> so I'm going to go yeah. for a walk. <laughs> so I was like, I, I, um, I just kept kept well being asked to leave jobs or just throwing my, uh, you know, my penny on the uh, on the uh, restaurant worktop and running away. So I was like, okay, well I need to find my own thing because this is not working for me. So I was always clear that I wanted to do my own thing. It just took a long time to work out what that was. That's pretty cool. So how did you come to uh, where you are now? Obviously, you you, we, you told us the story about how you came up with the name of the Gorgeousness Coach, but yeah. how did you come up with the, the concept? What was it that kind of got you into this? Oh, you know so what? It's actually, it's actually quite a dark story. I don't know. What's, what's, what's the vibe here? I mean, I can keep it light. Ultimately, it's... However you want to tell it. Okay, so here's what I did. I got, you know, what I was doing was I've always tried lots of different things. Always trying to find my thing. I, you know, I did. I worked. uh, um, I always was involved with sort of theatre stuff. I went to theatre school, did a bit of acting and singing and dancing. And then I was like, I went freelance. Used to work as a kind of party butler. Made the whole thing up. I had a cat sitting service called Pussy Galore, um, which was my tagline was, "Do I mind cats?" Absolutely, which I thought was genius. Um, <laughs> and then I did—I was a female impersonator for a while called Crystal Chandelier. She was a 1950s meet and greet, mix and mingle society hostess. And then I worked as a singer-gram, so I dressed up as bananas and uh, Tarzan and went to parties and sang for people, but earned really good money. And then I was like, hmm, I'd always, and then I got involved with businesses and was a kind of like a business coach for a bit. And then I thought, well, why don't I try and combine all the things I love? This was after a massive nervous breakdown at age of 39. So it's not my best moment um, where I was like, oh, my God, this life is really difficult. And I really need to have a real think about what I want to do. So I thought, how do I combine my passion for, you know, entertaining and being in public and performing, so to speak, with something that is actually you know, uh, more worthwhile or involves something a bit deeper. And I sort of very slowly combined, you know, my personality with my, and that's a really overused term, but my passion. And then thought, well, how do I combine those things? So like, I thought, well, coaching, and I gradually moved in that direction because people were asking me, they were like, okay, so you look young, you've got good skin, you obviously eat really well. I do take great care of my fitness. And I have really transformed my my mental health. People were asking me, what what are you doing? And I said, well, I do this, this and this. And they're like, would you could you help me? And then that kind of it was never my plan to be a coach. It was something that I realized I had a lot to offer. And that came from a very dark place. But I'm very grateful for it now. So I look back and I'm I'm kind of glad that happened because I I think I, I needed to kind of hit a rock bottom um so and yeah so then that all happened you know 10 years ago and very slowly since then i've been moving in this direction and creating something that is evolving all the time um so yeah it's 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 been quite an interesting journey but i i've always been open to exploring different things i've been fortunate that i've been able to or have the personality type that is like i'm going to just keep trying things until i find what the right thing is and it took me all this time of trying lots of different things and going no actually i really think what i'm about is what i'm doing now so i feel very lucky 
That's pretty awesome. I mean, that's, yeah, that that's, is that's actually something we spe- we've spoken about before. Is like the pain teacher, and you have to go through the shite sometimes to get to where you're supposed to be, and that helps you find who you really are and what you're really supposed to do. So I yeah, think there's a lot. Yeah, yeah. And at the time, you know, it was like. I kind of had a, a feeling that then this might be a positive thing, but I certainly was mostly suffering horribly. <laughs> so it wasn't like, oh, my God, great. I'm going to learn from pain. Uh, but I did because it, it was it was like it really was sink or swim for a while. Um, yeah. And then I was like, got my, got my armbands on and off I went. <laughs> Good man. Well done. Um, no, like, yeah, I, think, I think, yeah, there we go. Done. Um, I think that's something that both Kyle and I have spoken about is, is we've had our dark moments in the past, both of us. And, you know, like you say, at the time, you're knee deep in shit going, oh, God, this is horrible. Why, why, why? You know, like you say, suffering. And it's only afterwards where you come through it and hindsight and all that. And you kind of look back and go, actually, as shit as that was, I needed to go through that because it oh, made yeah. me realize that my glass, my glass house was built on sand. And now what oh, I've done I is I've absolutely in a know that. that yeah, I, I agree. Want to, yeah. No, that's. I totally I agree anyone, with that. Like, yeah. I think it's a, it's a, it's an interesting point to make, and I think a lot of clients will probably come to you like where you were, or almost where you were, or looking over the precipice, so to speak, of going, I could get there in a minute. How do I get out of this? You know, I think realizing, just, I think, yeah, I think what people when people come to me because I, you know, I'm mostly at the moment I'm working, you know, one to one with people via, you know, FaceTime. We do weekly coaching calls via video and stuff. And I think people come to me because they realize they're not able to do it by themselves. And I think we all need to realize that a bit more. Whatever we're doing, we're not meant to be just struggling by ourselves. We're not meant to be. Who said we should be able to make changes to our health and wellness by ourselves? It's not easy to do to make changes. Nah means you might have to do something different you might know what you might not know what that different is so people do come to me because they're at a bit of a crossroads or they're sick and tired of of not having the health and wellness they deserve so i'm you know i I feel very lucky that what i've been through over many years has led me to be able to help other people and share you know what i've been through so i know it's a cliche but it is very gratifying to um you know my i did when i left because i had to go to a rehab center for several weeks and when I came out of that rehab center I was like I just want to find a way of making all this dreadful time vaguely worthwhile so it was about the half-assed intention and then you know fast forward 10 11 years you know I now am able to do that and it's it's been quite a surprise um but it's been you know quite a journey as well that's amazing Oh, well, and I'm sure we're, we're glad to have you here and I'm sure all your clients are glad to have you here and I'm sure you're glad, glad, glad to have you here as well. Oh, yeah. And, I, um, I, <laughs> you're, right there, you're right there, Dave. <laughs> I'm it's trying just to be nice, Kyle, yeah. seriously. No, it's like, good. It's going really well. I mean, you know, <laughs> I don't know whether nice is your natural thing. but No, it's not. It's really not, honestly. <laughs> oh, no, okay. it's not. <laughs> no, we've got to take credit, credit, but... Credit where credit's due. You, you're trying, so you know we, we, we're we're grateful for that, Dave. We appreciate <laughs> that. Oh, great. <laughs> Tristan, we do actually like each other. I just want to go on record. Like he was best man at my wedding like uh, eleven years ago, and I was best man at his a year and a bit ago. You know, we've known oh, each other man. for years. This is this is just the usual. I could banter slash bullying i don't know uh, I, you, you straight guys honestly adorable 
<laughs> it's like you're obviously in love with one another. Oh my god! There's, oh, I'm, feeling no. a, I'm feeling a lot of sexual tension. In all fairness, Tristan, you're not the first person to say it. No, you're not. I, Actually, no. it's kind of embarrassing, but eh, it's all good. No, I, and again, you know, no one is one thing or the other. I'm not. Believe it or not, I'm not 100% gay. I'm probably. 89% gay. I mean, I, I don't mind a boob, you know. Um, <laughs> not two, because that's too many. But a boob is great. You know, just one at a time. Just break me, break me in slowly. I'm single boob. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, underneath, there's got to be something that attracts you to each other, because that's what friendship is. Friendship is, I quite like you, um, and after a couple of gin and tonics, I might possibly have sex with you. That's that's just how it works. That's just how it works. Well, actually, Tristan, Kyle doesn't drink, so because God knows what would happen to him and what he'd start trying to oh, do. Okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> well, I, I was thinking more about you having gin and tonics, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, no, not, not gin. I'm more of a vodka man. Uh, Are you? Okay. All right. You stick stick to the body then. <laughs> oh, don't, don't, tell him, don't tell him to do that. That's dangerous. Okay. All right. I, I, I rebuke my last statement. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Since having children, like I barely drink anymore. I just can't do it. Like, you know, I look back on my youth and I was like, "How did I drink all of that?" And now I'm just like, I've had one, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm done. That's it. I'm, yeah. I'm done for the night." Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I get it. I really get it. Yeah, I have no tolerance for alcohol. Sadly, not much anyway. Um, Tristan, like obviously, you know, you are funny. You are quite friendly, and you know, like, did you ever have problems with people taking you seriously, like early in your oh, career? Oh yeah, of course it's, I did. It's, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, it's something I know Kyle and I have suffered from. I mean, and especially when you're not as confident in who you are, so to speak. You know, we're all a little bit older. We're all now to that point where actually, you know, I, I know who I am. This is what I believe in. You can either take it or leave it. I would like I think, it if you took yeah. it, but if you don't, that's your choice. <laughs> I think for me, I oscillated. Oh, that's a nice word. I don't use every day. I think I'll use it again. I oscillated. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Between being kind of really, really funny and over funny and then mm -hmm. really, really serious. Uh, and I was like, um, I kind of think I think I found somewhere in the middle, which is I like I like my favorite kind of people are people that are passionate authentic knowledgeable interesting intelligent but also quirky and funny and you can do both you just got to pick yeah. your pick your pick your time to do that so if i'm speaking to a group of people and it's really important that i'm serious i'm going to be serious if i feel the energy has turned a little bit where i can use a bit of humor i'll definitely you know pull out the funny um so i think it's about how you use it i, I yes I, I think when i started out i was one thing or the other and mostly just a bit of a clown because that my background is performing and people were like who the hell are you and i was like who the hell are you <laughs> <laughs> and um <clears throat> i it took a bit of a bit of practice to find that middle ground because i do have fun with what i do and i have fun with my clients but you've got to judge how to use humor um yeah. you know humor should be used a bit like you know tabasco sauce you know just don't put too much in because you will burn people yeah yeah i like that analogy make a note of that one day make a note <laughs> yeah of that. use it use it sparingly it's, oh, chili. it's, it's hot chili humor is hot chili so you know just 
use it you know just kind of give them a little bit take it back you know it's for me it's about levels don't be one yeah. note you know like if okay. i'm doing a, a speaking at an event i'm sort of you know 78 80 percent serious occasionally i'll i'll drop something in there that people are like what did he just say um it keeps people guessing um and it keeps people on their toes and yeah humor is a great thing to use but i think you need to use it you know um Intelligently. Well, not always. You know. <laughs> I think I think for me it's, it's like, like oh, people that's a stretch from me. Yeah. I just don't know. I don't know. I think I've made some mistakes with it. Like I remember speaking at an event and um talking about, you know, health and vitality and being organized with your food. And what I said was, um, I take food everywhere. Uh, in fact, I've got an enormous lunchbox. Um, and and some people complained people got some I got some complaints they're like oh I thought it was really inappropriate and I was like "Ah, well you know you know they weren't my audience you know they were they were kind of a bit more corporate so you just have to kind of you learn from things Superb. If yeah. I was in the audience of that, I'd be one of those idiots dying with laughter going. Yep. Yeah, well, people, you know, people, people you know, I, I, I did it and I don't regret it. But, you know, I, I because my background is performing for a while, it was more performance than it was giving a talk. So I would say, anybody here from Australia? And they'd be like, I'm from Australia. I'd be like, just to let you know, I'm really big down under. And just stupid <laughs> stuff like that. And, and people would be like, what? And I was like, oh, I forgot, because mm-hmm. a lot of my singing was comedy. So I would always, it's always about getting the cheap laughs, you know. And I realized yeah. maybe just need to make them a little less cheap. <laughs> 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 Trial and error. You only learn from More premium. Premium laughs. Yeah, yeah premium laughs. laughs. Like there gold standards. Go. Yeah, gold standard laughter. Yeah. So, yeah, it took me a while to work that out. <laughs> Some would say I'm still doing it. Yeah. You know, but as long as you're going forward, that's the main thing, right? For shiz. For shiz. <laughs> brilliant. Oh, this is superb. Um, Tristan, tell me a little bit more about like your skincare routine. Because obviously, you know, you are you are big on it from everything that you do. You know, yeah. like what what do you do for yourself? You know, are there certain so, things that you definitely yeah. recommend and well, things that you yeah. don't recommend? Because this is uh, this is one of my I, I like dropping people in shit. I'm a bit of a wind up. I'm not gonna lie, okay. you know. Like there are certain bugbears that Kyle and I both Kyle and I both have about the gym and training. You know, like Kyle always brings up bicep curls in a squat rack because he knows how much it fucks me off. <laughs> He's just like, stop it, you know. Um, wow, you guys. I see him doing. <laughs> now, all jokes aside, you know, yeah. what is your skincare routine? Well, here's what, 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 here's what I would want to say straight up. Yeah. First of all, I realized years ago, for me, skincare was that time that I was taking some deep breaths and washing my face and letting the day go, you know, or letting the gay go, letting the day go. I just like, for me, it was quite therapeutic. And for me, what skincare is more, yes, I'm, I'm really interested in having nice skin, but for me, skincare was quite relaxing and calming and therapeutic for me it's much more of a ritual so i really invest in it because it's a great way to get rid of anxiety it's always been my go-to thing when i'm feeling stressed when i feel upset it's basically self-care for me however you know skincare can be anything you want it to be ultimately you want to wash your face a couple of times a day and slap on a bit of moisturizer that's basic skincare you Mm -hmm. know 
you know, you can get, there's some great affordable products out there. You don't, haven't got to spend a lot of money. There's a range called Bulldog, which is pretty okay. It's quite affordable, designed for sort of, uh, you know, for guys. Um, I actually use that stuff myself. Okay, well, there you go. So it's it's targeted towards guys. It's got a Bulldog on the front, so people won't feel they're turning gay if they use it. <laughs> <laughs> Manly oh moisturiser. Yeah. <laughs> This moisturizer has broken nails in it. Yes, for real men. Yes, it's got a bulldog on the front. Hasn't got a big pink bow on the front. Oh no, I'm going to turn into a homosexual. (laughs) So, basic skincare is wash your face a couple of times a day. You know, um, moisturize if you can. You can get some oil-free moisturizers. Most guys have thicker, oilier skin. Doesn't have to be greasy, horrible. But you know, if you can use an SPF. You know, with a bit of sun protection in, brilliant. I mean, I, I have a very elaborate skincare routine, which isn't for everybody. I, I, I have a lot of things I do, but most people, that's not what they want right now. Just start washing your face with a foaming, gentle cleanser, face wash a couple of times a day. And if you can, remember to have a face scrub every week or so. That's, that's a good thing to be doing. But for me, it, it was, it's much more than just, oh, I want my skin to look nice. It, it's, I, I find it very soothing. I find it very soothing. And every night, every night, I think apart from me, two nights in my entire life, since I was 16, every night I have a 20-minute skincare routine. Every night. Um, There's that consistency. Well, there it is. It's just, for me, it's just something I've always loved to do because I grew up in a very difficult household. And, you know, it sounds like a real kind of gay story. I grew up in a difficult household. And for me, skincare saved my life. (laughs) But it did. I was like, I'm going upstairs. That's it. I'm out of here. I'm going to wash my face and I'm going to moisturize. And I'll show you one day. I'm going to be the gorgeous coach. And then you'll be sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, look at how well you've done for yourself. So now that's pretty awesome. So that removes you from the environment. I love the fact that you, you use it almost as a... Well, it is a form of relaxation, a form of meditation to a degree, you it's know, and the fact that you're that, touching, that. touching yeah. your skin and relaxing completely. your nervous system or your fascia relaxes. That's actually yeah. really clever. I'm, I'm impressed. You know, because I realized that when I was in rehab, because what happened was I went to rehab, I went to rehab in Cape Town because it was half the price of the U- of, uh, UK rehab center. This was wow. for, you know, emotional. Well, not, even my not, flights. Yeah, yeah. It was still half the price. <laughs> wow. Of, of the, of, yeah. It was way cheap. And I was like, if you're going to recover from a nervous breakdown, Cape Town's a really good place to do it. So just like, you know, um, but I got there and they're like, oh, you know, I turned up. Most people turn up with a toiletry bag, don't they? With a few bits and pieces. I turned up with like three giant suitcases worth of toiletries, you know, and they were like, you've got a problem with skincare. I was like, I think if you look at my skin, you'll see that I don't have a problem with skin. <laughs> <laughs> so they confiscated my skincare. And I was like, if you people, if I see you all with great skin, I'm like, you've been using my skincare. <laughs> so they, they took it away and I was fine. I was like, I don't need this stuff. I like, I really enjoy using it. But I, what I realized was, for me, it's much more about that. You know, you're touching your face. You've got a hot flannel. You're breathing a bit deeper. You're saying yeah. to yourself, I value myself. And I have no problem with a bit of vanity. What the hell's wrong with wanting to look nice? But for me, I realized it was a lot more than that. For me, it was a safe, a safe space. Yeah. Um, and that's, it's always been a safe space. And I think some people listening would be like, for God's sake, safe space. You know, I'm not expecting other people to, to, to agree with that. That's my relationship with skincare. It's like 
a friend that always calls you back and buys you treats. Yeah. That's really cool, Kyle. No, 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 mate. We're, we're, the, the, the funny thing is we've, we've actually spoken on this call, haven't we, Kyle, about creating safe havens is with the, the, the NLP term that we use. And, you yep. know, and it is. It's literally about finding the – it's not about the thing. It's the ritual and it's creating that experience and being consistent yeah. with that ritual. Yeah. That, yeah. That it, is safe, it is, you. yeah, my safe space. It's definitely my safe space. It's yeah. sacred to me. I mean, I just it's not yeah. something I ever miss, ever, ever, ever. No, that's that's really cool. I think, and this this is something I personally love because, like, I've I've tried sitting there doing the breathing and the meditation, and I I, I just can't. And I, I saw a post once, and it was by the Dalai Lama, and he said, like, you Westerners have got it wrong. You know, meditation is whatever you know switches your brain off and removes you from the situation yeah. and allows Come you to clean. calm down and think yeah. properly. Yeah. You know? And so it doesn't have like, to be well, out of the ordinary. I think no, we need to no, we need to put meditation. And mindfulness back in the ordinary, you know, for me, for me, you know, it's like I'm already doing it. So just try and do it in a bit of a calmer way. So I don't I don't rush my skincare routine, put a bit of Lutheran, a bit of Enya, a bit of 80s kind of, you know, northern soul. I'm like, light, light that scented candle. Get down (laughs) on it. Okay. you killed it with Luba and and you're just nah. No. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm just messing. I, 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 you didn't have me at Enya. Is that what it was? I don't listen to Enya. Yeah, I don't that. That was but uh, I listen to kind of like kind of something smooth music, and I'm like, I'm literally. If people could video me, I'm like, yes, Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like there. I've got a, I've got like um you know like those. It's 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 total play i am playing so what i do is i've got the candle going i've got music playing um i what else do i do that's hilarious i dance around um i've got like you know those those, like theater lights that are like bulbs in my Mm -hmm. bathroom i've got those theater lights i'm like i am you know i am like um judy dench you know i'm just like i'm coming out of makeup i'm just i'm just i don't know i'm 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 just I'm just getting into my sort of inner Hollywood moment. And it just makes me, it just makes me feel warm and fuzzy. That's pretty good call. The, the yeah. world can do with a lot more warm and fuzzy, to be fair. Well, I got lots of it. You want my warm, you want my fuzzy, you know where I am. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Warm and fuzzy. Uh, that could be my new, when I r- launched my range of... Uh, fragrance products yeah i'll be like warm and fuzzy yes <laughs> to bring out your inner warm and your inner fuzzy available <laughs> on amazon there we go yeah that's it what you reckon the marketing yeah, I, yeah. Love, I love it yeah i just that's, that's a dream of mine i'd love to just be because i used to grow up watching french and saunders and them always taking the mick out of like qvc i just if QVC are listening, please let me be a presenter on QVC because I just think that would be the most fun you could ever have because you've got to talk about something for about an hour. And I'm like, that is my idea of heaven. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I, um, I just love it. I'm actually, I'm actually going to be launching my own range of bow ties. It's always been a dream of mine to gorgeous called they're going to be called gorgeousness gorgeousbowties.com it's my own range of kind of personalized bespoke bow ties and that's a passion of mine that i'm i'm exploring in conjunction with my gorgeousness coach business because it it's all about merch (laughs) (laughs) gotta have some merch gotta have some merch 
So yeah, skincare. Yeah, it's great. You got to do it, kids. No, that's, that's awesome. Keep you out of no, jail. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Brilliant. Uh, Kyle, is there anything else you wanted to ask, mate? Um, yeah, just quickly. Oh, I say quickly. It's probably not a quick question, but we'll see. See how we go. Um, if you were to try and summarise kind of your overall philosophy for let's say a client's coming to you for help with weight loss or you know with aging because i know you do a lot of weight loss stuff and a lot of general wellness what would you say your overarching philosophy would be what is yeah. it that you're trying to yeah. okay get so clients yeah. to get on board with? my my philosophy is this it's very very clear you are already good enough that's it that's so awesome. i most people who want to lose weight they think that their self-worth will be um They'll get self-worth by losing weight or getting a six-pack. I'm like, no, you already are worthy. Therefore, you can choose to create whatever you want. So the 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 beginning point is you are worthy and good enough, not the end point. So when people come to me to lose weight, we work on their own sense of their their value as they are. And when people realize their value and their worth and their uniqueness, then they start to choose behaviors to reflect everybody's innate worth. So that's ultimately what I stand for. Awesome. I like that. I'm very yeah, much on board yeah, with that, that philosophy. Yeah. yeah. So we haven't got to earn worth. We haven't got to get self-esteem from doing anything. We're already good enough. But the way that we get to enjoy our own worth is through taking care of ourselves, through you know eating delicious, nutritious food, by taking care of our skin, by laughter, sleeping well, moving your body, um, listening to Enya, any of that kind of stuff. You know, it's, it's all good. Awesome. doesn't have to be any more complicated than that. I suppose that's the thing, isn't it? It is. It's not that complicated. It's just about realising that actually you are worthy of having or doing anything. Yeah, and I think I think I think if you say that to most people, they're like, I don't know what that means, and I totally understand that because I didn't know Mm. what that means. We get to explore it through taking care of ourselves. We get to we get to recognise it. I think it's a bit like you know the volume on our self esteem is turned down low. We just don't know it's there. When you start paying attention to your to your body, to your thoughts, to your habits, to your food choices. You start taking better care of yourself. That volume is turned up. You get to you get to experience your own unique gorgeousness um, in that way. So I don't expect people to go, oh yeah, I, I get it. It's, it's as simple as know your worth. Well, we need something practical in order for you to experience it. So yeah, when yeah. you get more in tune with your body, you, whether that's fitness or food or ideally both or just general sense of self care, you get much more in touch with the worth that you you were born with um, and then you get to enjoy it you get to enjoy who you are already um, as opposed to being slim or successful or having a big car or whatever else is what gives you worth no it, it gives you maybe a fun time or a, a good experience but nothing you would do or don't do is ever gives you worth you were born with worth so that's when I work with people as you know clients that's the starting point and then when we work on that enough through repetition and coaching, then they, you know, choose behaviours to reflect the worth they already have. That's cool. So it's like, it's like that's the confidence. Actually, 
yeah compound so effect but this is like the compound effect but essentially yeah. with self-worth instead of motivation it's the same principle it's yeah. it's the, well, it's ev- the doing yeah. Everything comes from everything comes from thoughts. I'm really into personal development, and I study this sort of stuff all the time. Everything starts with a thought. All our behaviours start with a thought. All our results start through our habits, which are our behaviours, which start with a thought. So if we are telling ourselves over and over again, "I'm not good enough," anything we want to do is going to be really difficult. Mm. So if you say to yourself over and over again, "I'm already good enough. I'm already valuable. I'm already unique and special and precious." You know, you start to believe you can have what you want and you're worthy of having what you want. And it's wonderful to see people blossom and develop once they recognize they already have what they're looking for. They're just not in touch with it. Um, And I help people kind of connect the dots between who they really are internally and how to produce results externally. That's cool. Yeah, essentially essentially changing the filter. Yeah. Absolutely. Nah, that's Absolutely. Yeah, that was, that's how that's how that I roll. Really, what's really, really interesting, guys, and this, this is something as a parent that I've noticed, right, is that this is something we actually lose as we go through life, right, is because I promise you children have zero, and I mean literal, in fact, negative bankruptcy level issues with telling people how much they're worth. <laughs> you know, yeah. kids are so, especially mine, <laughs> you know, <laughs> genuinely, they are they have that naturally it's something you know you don't have to tell them that they're worth it they're like no i'm good you know like i um, it's, it's something that uh, genuinely it's, it's almost like we're born with that and like we i believe lose we are connection yeah, we do we lose we do. connection with it through various things in life various experiences yeah. whatever that may be that's uh, that's really cool I believe that. that And and I think, you know, so we just need to kind of remember that our circumstances, our environment, our past, our pain, that's not who we are. That is our life circumstance. So underneath all of that is your true valuable, I suppose you could call it almost childlike, um, you know, uh, worthiness and confidence and, you know, preciousness. So Mm-hmm. Um, I think we just need to be reminded of who we are. So all I do when I work with people is just constantly remind them of who they are, who they are beyond the weight or the lack of fitness or whatever else they're doing. Like, that's just something you're doing. That's not who you are. It does not define you. And yet our culture yeah. kind of wants us to think that, like, if you're not skinny for a woman, then you're not attractive, then you're not worthy. So all the messages people get all the time are, you know, what we have or what we look like or what we do is our worth so no wonder people are confused but yeah look at children and it look at animals as well um yeah. or look mm. at children playing with animals that's even better yeah <laughs> so learn we, and i also I'm, I'm a big fan of learning from nature as well you know i'm looking around at things that aren't human <laughs> and and being like let's learn from from children or animals or nature that actually we need to connect to who we really are. And I think people need help to do that. And understandably, people, you know, this is why I do what I do. And obviously, this is why you guys do what you do. It's, um, you know, kind of sharing something positive in the world. No, it's awesome. Totally yeah. on board, mate. Really like that. Yeah, I love the, love the philosophy. That is absolutely brilliant. Now, um, I'm out of questions. Kyle, you got anything else you want to add? <laughs> No, no, I'm good. You know what? I think there's there's been some there's some gold in there today. Definitely, there's some really yeah. useful tips. Useful, useful tips. Useful tips. 
Is that, is that with yeah. uh, I got it. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's what's known as a Freudian slip. Okay. Yes. So I, so I have that effect on people, so don't worry about it. Uh, you just have a little lie down and you'll be fine. Go and, go and get yourself a wet flannel and a, and a mild face wash. And That'll be the time. <laughs> oh, brilliant. No, that was brilliant. Thank you very much, Tristan. But Tristan, oh, what is wrong with me? Tristan, Tristan, you can, you, Tristan. You can call me anything. You can call me anything as long as you buy me dinner. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you wear chaps as well, Carl. Well, <laughs> it's a bit warm for chaps, but you know what I mean. Yeah, just a, just an all-in-one body stocking is absolutely fine. <laughs> I'll bring the token powder. You bring the yeah. the the uh, non-breathable fabric. Will be good. And on that note, awesome. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what I was trying to say was thank you very much for uh, for joining us and for sharing uh, all your story and your insights as well. I think it's been pretty awesome, and there's lots of some valuable content in there. So yeah, great stuff. Thanks for having me, guys. It's really good to uh, to chat to some fun guys. Oh, See that, Dave? We're fun. fun. We're, we're fun. We're, we're fun. fun. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, if you are listening to this on the podcast, whichever uh, format it is on or wherever you're listening to, just search the Mojo Hub on Facebook. You will find the group. Um, you'll find some awesome content also hit Tristan up but the gorgeousness coach is absolutely brilliant thank you very much for listening everybody and goodbye job done right that's where you end recording Kyle (laughs) (laughs) thank you for listening to the Mojo Show to get more from David and Kyle on health fitness and mindset head on over to our free Facebook community the Mojo Hub It's a place to ask questions, share your wins and get community support from other awesome, like-minded people who want to look, feel and perform at their best without having to constantly bust their balls. Just search the Mojo Hub on Facebook. See you next time.